212. What's up, y'all? It's Wednesday. It's time for another Sesh Cast. I'm here with uh, Mario Ramos of The Last Prisoner Project and I Bud You Inc. and Chelsea from Puff Cards. What's up? Happy Wednesday. Yes, yes. It's pouring out there right now. Weed Wednesday. Time to puff. Uh, we have a very special guest this week. Whoops. Uh, Melissa from Hemp and Humanity. Yes. Right. Yes, we'll have her on at 9.30, and we're so excited to talk to her. She's got a lot of cool things coming up. You are listening to um, the sounds of Sesles in the background. The homie makes fire beats. Going to be getting a new round of beats from him soon. Check him out uh, on Instagram at C-E-S-S underscore L-E-S-S-S-L-E-S for that old school New York vibe vinyl samples. You know what it is. Let us know what you're smoking on. What you got? I'm still smoking on horchata. Horchata, horchata. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Shout out, Rise. My Shout dispensary. out, Hazy House. What up? What's up, Hazy House? Guys? Chelsea. This is Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner in the and blood. And it's actually the it's banana goo hemp wrap. Banana goo. Banana right. goo, and it's so good. I love it. I'm okay. obsessed with this flavor now. I love that they come from Amsterdam. Really. All yeah. right. Well, they're actually made in DR, but okay, Amsterdam brand. Right on. I mean, you know, I'm gonna have the whole hazy house crew come over. Oh yeah. Well, at least one of them. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. The yeah. Little in person, or you know, we gotta do a sesh cast from the hazy from the hazy house at some yeah, point. Yeah. Start smoking in. All right, here we go. I got some uh, jet fuel mochi gelato right here. Nice. Jeffio Mochi Gelato. Yeah, that's that's a name, right? <laughs> we gotta find out the the parents to that. I should know actually. I gotta look that up again. You guys you know, do anything? Uh, you know the difference that I have in my uh, in my thing is that he left one of these last week. They oh yeah, Gene Traders blessed you with a little yeah, bit of so, No, he left them because okay. he got high. He oh, said, shit. "I called him and said, yo, you got high.'" He said, "Yeah, I left them." I said, "Ah," and so I've been putting it in. Oh, oh it's amazing. Hell yeah, okay. Yeah, so that's a little lemon. hash in the pre-roll. Yeah. Pro tip. So is it bubble hash because it literally bubbles when it burns? Or uh, is that just a coincidence? Because in these clear no. papers, you could see it bubbling. No, and I was no, like, no. oh. That's originally uh, why they called it. Although I actually think it's from the bubbles when you make it. Got but it. also if it's high quality hash, then it bubbles. That's how you know if it's melt or not. Like, yeah, it's pretty cool that you could see it through these papers bubbling. That is actually, I never thought about that. Lit. That's a really great way Yeah, you gotta check to, it out. Uh, okay. <laughs> I ran into somebody else the other day that was using the glass paper. I was like, all right, I got to try one. All these times I've been here, I haven't tried one yet. Are you For serious? anyone who doesn't know. I'll give you a pack. Yeah, the glass papers are Mario's favorite brand to smoke, and they are cellulose papers. So no glue, no gums. All plant, natural. You said what? You the said sap. You, the sap of the, the sap. tree. Okay. The sap, okay. You said you did like a, um, a taste test. A while back for high times yeah. you found those papers that's how i did it i went okay. through all the papers and so. i found out that this doesn't burn not just a preference it was just been tested yeah it doesn't burn it stops burning so you don't waste not one bit of your weed oh, okay that was one there you go two it burns even okay once you know how to roll for it it is a little difficult yeah i do the double wrap like i make it long oh, you go two with two okay yeah the extend up and then you got to put the weed in for that you know you get your blood because it's called the blunt wrap okay it's actually called the blunt wrap that's meant to be. That's blunt size. Yeah. All right. Try it out, guys. Hit me up. Let me know what you're doing, and let me let us know what you're smoking on. In the comments, who else we got? Uh, Savage leaves. What up? Let us know what you're smoking on. 
So we got a lot of news. To, yeah, let's see. News. What are the one over? Here we go. Let's talk about what's going on. A few interesting things. Um, okay, in New York, this just happened today, actually. Uh, lawmakers approved rules for packaging, labeling, advertising, and testing. Uh, in addition to that, in the same meeting, they approved 16 more cultivation licenses, bringing the grand total in New York to 162. So wow. Getting the growing going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, fall 2022, there's going to be some, some legal weed in New York. That's wow. exciting. Um, let's see. As far as the rules for packaging and such, obviously um, can't be made to appeal to underage buyers. Uh, it's got to be child-resistant resist and tamper-evident. Uh, the labels have to include the cannabinoid content, the concentration, the serving size for edibles. Um, what else? No single-use plastic unless 25% oh, I saw includes that. a recycled uh, material, so that's cool. There are also uh, some different proposals for uh, recycling and reusing packages, um, as long as they're cleaned, obviously, which is kind of cool. I always thought it would be dope, like, okay, you can go get your weed in a jar, right? Uh, and then if you bring it back, they refill the jar for you instead of consistent, you know, A, it keeps the weed better in the jar, and then B, also, you're not just using all this plastic packaging all the time. Exactly. Yeah. We hate so, the package. Oh, they've settled exactly how the recycling is going to work, but somebody proposed like a dollar bottle deposit. I'm like, I'm here for that. It's going to yeah. have to yes. evolve. Yeah. I mean, I'm here for that too. Glass is the best way to store cannabis anyway, so let's figure yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah, loves to store it, but I would, you know. People love that. that. That's the one thing I don't like is that, like, the dispensaries out here, it's not like how Colorado had the jars. You could smell it. They took it right out, waited in front of you. That's yeah. not how it's happening here. Oh, uh, really? It's not going to be any uh, trial I mean, before, it's you not, check right? it out before you buy. Yeah. Oh. Here, when you go to the dispensary, I don't get to see it. Well, but that's just in the medical. Are you talking about in New Jersey? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, New okay. Jersey, I don't know. Yeah, some I, states I, are like that. I got my card, so I haven't paid for the recreational. Okay. Because you got to pay more. Right. You got to pay those taxes. Yeah, so it's your card. Uh, let's see, a couple more things. Apparently, they're not going to allow anybody to use organic to uh, market their weed, which I think is kind of interesting. Um, that was surprising. Uh, and what was the other one? Let's see. You also can't because it's not. Or Why? Because, <laughs> like, I guess I'm just saying because Everybody, organic, you know, has certain bank. legal. Uh, They're like, because we're not going to be organic, and you smoke yeah. them at pesticides, and we're not going to be able to say that. I don't know. That's, you want that's, your organic grow? You got to grow it question. at home. But like, okay, if you want yeah. food to be certified organic, there's like a lot of specific exactly. rules and things that have to happen. So maybe they're not ready to implement yeah. that. Right. Yeah. On the cannabis. All right, level. let's not slow it down. Let's go. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, no, let's go. Uh, I'll tell you an interesting one. Also, apparently, you're going to be able to advertise at uh, certain events, charitable, sports, or similar uh, events, if you can prove that 90% of the guests are over 21. So that's something pretty big. I wouldn't expect any advertising yeah. at events, but that's yeah. cool. All right, so 21 uh, and over events, you're in. I, you I advertise. Yeah. That's big. Uh, one other thing they said, you can't promote price, price reductions, discounts, loyalty programs, or coupons for recreational sales. So, or adult use, I guess. We're saying adult use now. Or adult use sales. So, a few I think rules it there for New York. too about being able to um, have ads like over the radio, and there was something else. Oh, really? Did you I, see that? I yeah. Okay. Billboards are prohibited. Um, 
Yeah, I think just over the radio. I don't know. I thought there was something else, but I guess not. I figured radio wouldn't be allowed because you can't really control like who listen. You know. You yeah, sellers of cannabis. This is from the New York Post. Sellers of cannabis will be able to plug their product on TV and radio and social media, just like beer and liquor manufacturers do. Oh, all right, I stand corrected. So, oh, but this is just New York because I don't think that that's okay. the same here. I didn't read the Post one actually. What was I reading? Uh, Marijuana moment, I think. Cool. Um, all right. Well, I think that's pretty progressive. Yeah, yeah, I like to see it. It's over. <laughs> Forward we go. You know, as long as I mean, I guess you I have to have all to your my, regular advisories. You know, I can't wait to do a commercial. I have one already made up. I did this shit like five years ago. Yeah, yeah. Except you can't post it But for the personal stash or what? For the for our budget. My budget. Okay. Um, going back to your first piece of news about the 161 farms or however many it was, yeah. right? So I'm, I'm wondering, because it's like, oh, okay, that sounds good. Like, how much are those farms producing? Like, what's... Did, did, remember, we, didn't we talk about the projected demand of what New York will consume? Well, like, that's one thing. I mean, I know... I can remember right offhand they're allowed to run 20 lights, but I can't remember what the... Maybe it was 25 acres outdoor they can do. I don't know enough what to tell you what the yield off that would be. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just, like, throwing it out there because I saw today an article about New Jersey. Also, they're like, oh, Memorial Day weekend, big seller. Let's see if there's enough, um, you know, product to meet the demand of the summer. Which okay. is true. It seems like the whole tri-state area is going to have, perhaps, like, a hard time meeting the demands. I don't know. It just it depends, I believe right? so. I yeah. think the legacy market is going to be around for a little bit uh, until really the growing and everything gets up to scale. So then it may not even be affected, right? Because if not, everybody's going into the stores to actually flood it and buy their weed. Everybody's going to try it whether just or not they everybody actually stay going to the store. Let everybody grow their own. There you go, number one. It's the one. solution. Let everybody yeah. grow that their own, right? One. Uh, two, while everybody's distracted trying to grow their own and they don't get any weed, yeah. let the other people, you know, let the dispensary catch up. Yeah. I tell there them, I, I could scream it out. These people are stopping people from growing. Yeah. But that's not the way to do it because most people don't know how to grow and don't have the space to grow. And it's hard. And don't have the time to grow. Exactly. Yeah. It's very hard. So it's like, that's when the dispensaries are really have a demand. To get really fire weed, you got to yeah. specific. <laughs> Exactly. So let us grow. Let people grow. Let people. Uh... Um, moving on to a funnier story in New York. So apparently, uh, I think we talked a little while ago, they had the cannabis conversations. I don't know if you guys seen any of these ads uh, for cannabis. Um, what would you call it? Cannabis awareness, I guess, in New York. Literally, yeah, yeah. they even had them on the gas pumps at the gas station the other day. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. But apparently they can't advertise on TikTok. TikTok doesn't allow anything yeah, marijuana. Nothing. So New York uh, marijuana regulators wrote a letter to TikTok asking them to allow them to advertise uh, on the platform. Oh, wow. Apparently Rolling Stone picked it up. It's like going around. You can read it on their Twitter. But, um, I'm going to check that out. They basically made the claim. They're like, New York uh, State Health Department pays for advertising on TikTok. You're losing out on money because you won't let us advertise our cannabis yeah. information. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and they're quick. Anything that I'm like about, like lightning there. Yeah, I can't even believe it. How like the second you drop a post, it's already like you're violating the community guidelines. Oh yeah, I believe that. I just did the spray paint. Like I just spray painted the yeah. the leaf. I didn't say nothing about we no nothing. words. I ah, said, I said the AI is that good. I said custom art. Yeah, it didn't. Boom. It didn't even let me do, do it. Wow. I, I thought it's something wrong. I said, what's going on here? Yeah. And I try to put it again. I said, all right. Some people get away with it with like an exhale of smoke here, but like 
quick, yeah. but not not really. I haven't okay. had any luck. Uh, and then they threatened to um, like remove your account. Shut so. you down. <laughs> For now, yeah, not happening. But New York State was pushing, so we'll see what happens with that. I thought that was funny. Um, let's see what else. Uh, on the federal level, yeah, six, this is interesting, six major uh, cannabis operators, including Ascend, Cureleaf, and Terrasen, are banding together to sue the federal government. <laughs> you believe that? Um, they have two lawsuits planned. One is to stop the feds from impeding on interstate commerce. Makes sense, you know? Mm-hmm. They're all ready to start shipping weed across the country. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and the other one is to challenge the tax provision 280E, which blocks uh, marijuana businesses taking normal like business tax deductions so all right big cannabis get <laughs> bring the lawyers in to sue the federal government that's one way to go out for legalization I guess. you said Kira leaf is sending who else uh, oh i think your mic came off oh there we go tara sent there's, uh, there's yeah. six those are the three that were named two apparently didn't comment on the story so maybe it's a little hush hush still but ascend wellness is definitely doing it yeah, it's like a lot today. of money behind that lawsuit. Yeah. I mean, you know, interstate weed, there's a lot of money there. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, Once they say yes to that, it's like flip. I'm not a big fan of corporate cannabis. If they can get that done, you know, all right, I'll give them their props. <laughs> yeah, that would be major. Yes. Uh, let's see. Last thing I have in North Carolina, the state I'm from, they are going to vote on medical cannabis, the NC Compassionate Care Act. Right. Uh, in the Senate, sound, see, see what happens with that. North Carolina is, uh, I think, just barely decriminalized, so that would be cool for them to get medical cannabis. Um, up to an ounce and a half of possession, no home grow, though, so you're just going to be buying that medical. No home grow. <laughs> I think it'll be a while before that. <laughs> it's progress, right? I mean, yeah. from the progress from the what, from who and what is tyranny. I mean, no. just just getting it's, it's into crazy. the medical like, though, is, that's the best start. You know? But still, like, why are you not letting the medical field grow immediately? Like, who are you people that say no? Yeah. Who's like seriously? Who are you people? Like, it's like it's a lot of conservatives down there in North it's Carolina. Like, come man. on, just stop. Well, just still, like, even in like the medical on, community, man. it's pretty taboo for a lot of people. Like, we got to get these people out. This is why we all you know, should be so much ahead. Yeah. Like, study the plan. You have all these people saying yes. Who are you to say no? Just to say no. Yeah. Stop the monetary gain. Like I could just go crazy on that. You would think with the big oh, tobacco wow. down there too, they'd yeah. be ready to get into weed. But uh, yeah, it's like, well, who is these people that well, are stopping? Well, those people are ready. Yeah. Is they have everything. Yeah, in like place, who probably. is the people? Who are these people who are saying no? Like, why are we even letting them say no? Uh, it, you know what I mean? Who is it? down there? Only man. thing I could say is like, what? They got the bigger guns. How else? That's it. That's why wow, they definitely have leverage. That's it. Okay, that's it. Because uh, other than that, there's so many people standing up to say we want this. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So how? Who? Why can't we get it then? You know what I mean? Like, nice. why isn't that just close? The, the South. President, is, the South will be the last, I think. You no, know I, think I, mean? I saw something on Instagram. They quoted uh, the president saying, "You know, nobody should be in jail." Oh yeah. Uh, what is that quote? You saw it? Like. Well, the viral clip of it. Oh. No, yeah, Biden saying that he said about... He said a lot of stuff, but I feel like he hasn't really done... But there's a clip going said. around. There's a little thing going around saying about no person should be in jail and marijuana shouldn't be you know, a crime really? of anything. Yeah. Mm, it shouldn't be a crime at all. He, there's a clip going around. Right? Okay. Like he said, a lot of shit he says, so... Yeah. I mean, they're saying it. The, 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 just a lot of people want it. It's yeah. over. Like, what the no, hell? for sure. We America or not... Uh, yeah. Is it over 25 states that said yes? Isn't that how anything works? Like, 
Yep. You know, best out of three, right? Like there you go. Get the majority. So it's like twenty-five states we're said yes and I more. Think, I think we're at nineteen right now. Are we? Yeah. But Rhode Island was nineteen. But so we're, we're close. But, but I'm saying we're medical. Um, even with states who decriminalized, past the twenty-five. Well, for that, we're sure. Yeah. So that if it's decriminalized and passing twenty-five, that you know, what's going on? What's the holdup? The federal government study it. Let's go move forward. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, bag it up themselves. Yeah, <laughs> they right. say they. Uh, this is another thing. But they say there's movies like Chicha Chop made it or Days and Confused. Days, Days and Confused. Yeah. About you know the medical that they study it. It's always better the federal. They get the federal weeds. The government weeds. Yeah, government <laughs> weeds. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. What's up? Like, is it that good? <laughs> I mean, G13 is pretty fucking strong, I gotta say. I don't know, for me, when I was growing up, that was what I always heard. It was the government with the G13. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, what's going on? Like, why are they stopping it? Like, they even send it out Politics, to certain man. people, right? Yeah. They, they have people that have been on the, uh, you know, on that list that they got to send out. So that's why uh, I signed up right away when they say, hey, go get your medical in California or yeah. whatever or whatever. Yeah. The federal government's going to see you and they're going to do that. I'm like, well, I think they're already seeing us. <laughs> I'm signing up. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, at and a that, certain point, you just got to go for it. Yeah. Uh, that's about all I got in the uh, world of weed news. Um, oh, there was one other story. I don't have a lot of details on this, but uh, I guess within the past month, Thailand not only has uh, decriminalized, but they're also giving away. Oh yeah, like I heard about that. Weed plants. Yes, that's exactly. That's really dope. Jesus, <laughs> like it's like, hey, sorry for everything we did wrong for all these years, but this is what we're gonna do real fast. We're giving you free plants. Yes, I mean, here like, you go. Right, uh, you know what? We I'm don't. You yeah. know, we would run over there with some trades. One of them could give you millions of dollars. There you go. You get that strain right. right. I want some good Burmese weed. The Thai stick is famous. You know, yeah. oh my God, they have such a market. When I saw that, I was like, finally. Yeah. There's people been, back in the day, Mr. Nice Stories, the book, okay. Mr. Nice, go get it, guys. Yeah, I got to read the, that one, actually. I read the, that, yeah. Those stories, bringing in that tie, sticking all that, they weren't getting the money, but now they'll finally get that. Yeah. Because the world wants some tie stick. We want tie stick. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Very potent. We got some, um, since the news is over, we got some, uh, we'll just thank some sponsors. We got Bodega Inc., Got my company Nasinko. We got Last Prisoner Project. That's right. That's right. And um, yeah, thank you, thank you guys. Bodega Inc. Um, oh, let's see, which one do I got this week? Oh, uh, what? You got the Tri-State. Got the Tri-State logo shirt. Yeah. Today we yeah, have we checked it out. We finally got the link going. Uh, link in bio to buy some shirts. Oh, great. We got five designs. Take your pick. What is it? Let's see. There's the logo tee. There's the smokers tee. The dabbers tee. The hustlers tee. Growers tea. Whichever part of the cannabis world you happen to follow, we got a shirt for you. Gotcha. There we exactly. Go. <laughs> and That's then, yeah, it. this week um, we got the CWCB Expo. That's right. Yeah, we just yeah, went yeah. to it today. We set up the booth. Check out your part. Of, it's the, yes. it's like a Women Grow. Uh, yeah, so this year, um, Women Grow is having their own pavilion of 25 women-owned businesses. So if right you're on. interested in supporting that community. At the Javits Center, right? Yeah, yep. my company will be there. Puff Cards will have a table. Um, there are, yeah, it's pretty It's pretty big. There's a lot of exhibitors this year. So. It was awesome. Yeah, today was the setup day, and uh, it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 10 to 5 on Thursday, Friday, and 10 to 3. Saturday, 
You guys going to come check it out? Do you, obviously, you probably can't smoke in the Javits Center. No. But, but you know. can smoke outside. I would right, smoke, smoke, yeah. smoke right in front of it. Yeah. Like, I literally, right. I That's right. So you're right. You can just do it. Yeah. I'm curious if they'll have like a proper lounge set up or something. Like, that to me, if you had like a rolling paper company, that would be my move. Like, come outside, have some free papers, chill over here with us. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Do it outside. Exactly. <laughs> the smokers' pavilion will be in the front. There you go. Yeah, exactly. A wedding grow pavilion See, in the that's back. That's the right way. Like, there you go. Can we rent your parking lot? <laughs> you know what I mean? We don't need uh-huh. the inside. Uh-huh. Next yeah, year I'm gonna man. do my tent there, so you guys know where I'm gonna be. And you said that's uh, Thursday through Saturday or Thursday yeah. through Sunday? Nope, Thursday through Saturday. Okay. Right on. What? Ten to five? Uh, yeah, ten to five. Okay. Thursday, Friday, and 10 to 3 on Saturday. Oh, all right. So, yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, they got some good speakers going on, too. On Friday, they're having a boat party. Trying okay. to get in there. I know it's open. It's a big giant boat party. Yeah, it's yeah. a yacht party. So we don't a boat. So that's Very for CWC. Yeah, anybody could buy tickets, I think, for any of the yeah. after parties that they have going on. Okay. Exactly. So uh, we're going to be on the boat party. Oh, that's Maybe. the after party for it. Okay, right on. We're going to be on it. Yeah, Maybe. we'll be on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh... We got New York State of Mind. They're doing their pain and puff. I don't got the date on here. They had so no, many no, no. things. Gar- NJ Garden State of Mind. NJ Garden State of yeah, Mind. Yeah. What I said? It's in New York. Damn it. NJ State of Mind. They're doing a whole bunch of stuff. We're going to have them on on the 22nd of June. We got a whole bunch of... We'll, we'll send you guys the, the list. We'll put the list up. Uh, we know June 5th, we got Harlem Blunts and Brunch. Okay. I put the flyer up on mine on the iBudgie. I gotta oh, throw yeah. it up on the tri-state with that. Some blunts, and some then blunts. we got OMG events on the 26th of June. That's gonna be in Long Island. That's right. We're gonna be in Harlem on June 5th. We're going to Long Island on June 26th. Okay. And everything in between. New Jersey, New Jersey state of mind. That's right. what I got. You got an event, right? Yeah, just the expo. Oh, okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. I got one this Sunday also. Uh, at the Citadel in Queens. Oh, yeah. It's a uh, hash tasting with Cold Room Drip and Six Star Co. Starts at noon. It's $25. Uh, if you like hash and you like hash rosin, yes. you're going to want to be there for this. That's going to be a good spot. I love the spot. <laughs> I've been following this cat for a while on IG. He makes some very, very fire rosin. Yeah, shout out to uh, Nick. So, for all the dabbers out there, yeah, shout out to Nick at the Citadel. Yeah. That's gonna be good. That's gonna be good. I like that. Uh, how was the How was the Gene Traders? Man, I didn't even actually end up making oh, it myself. Oh man, okay, no. okay. So that, unfortunately not. Uh, Angel said it was fire, so right he was on. over there holding it down. Yeah, we gotta get Angel some equipment so he can show us some stuff where he's at sometimes. Yes, sir. Yeah. So we got exciting. We're about to put the. Yeah, we got Melissa coming on. She's at as an event coming up next Friday that she's gonna That's be right. telling us more about. Okay. And uh, she's in the room. I know she was having a couple technical difficulties, but looks like she's back in. She's back in? Yeah. She's All right. In the, uh, in the clubhouse. All right. Let me just invite you up here, Melissa. We're joining the Last Prison Project right now for smoking weed. That's right. Okay. Doing anything weed. Go. Are you support. there, Melissa? Prison project right now. Easy. We can give her a minute. Just, yeah. If you haven't if you haven't used it before, just touch that little microphone button when you're ready, and it'll turn you on. I'll do a little shameless plug here. So yeah. at the expo, puff cards, we are releasing a new collection. 
with amazing designs. Okay. Really exciting stuff because it's been a minute since we've uh, launched anything new and we've got 12 straight fire original artwork. Oh, wow. And, uh, 12 new ones, yes. okay. Yes. Yeah. A lot. Really excited about that. It's a revamp, so. And I ha if you do go to the expo, I have a, a fun little setup, creative out of the box. Right on. You know, holding it down for the, the stoner community. You gotta get creative with these things. Arts and crafts all day. Yeah. Um, do you do the art yourself or you collaborate with other people? So or? we have our team of artists, okay. my partners, and um, yeah, we're looking to actually bring on some artists. So all it's right. an exciting time. We got the yeah. new collection, looking to bring in some, finally branch out and um, hug the art community because weed and art go hand in hand. That's right. Puff and paint. That's right. We should host a puff and paint one night too. Stay high society. Yeah, I'm like so Art excited. Sesh. Yeah, for events. I mean, they've been back on, but like now I feel like they're really back on. Like nobody's using the COVID excuse anymore. Yeah, no, things are definitely the summer is. Even though, yeah, everybody has COVID. It's become yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's become a part of the thing, part of the existence. Um, all right, let's see. Melissa, yeah, let's are you there? Shout some people. She's out. on the stage, but her mic is off. Shout some people out. Who we got here? Pink Pothead. Called Baked Goods for a reason. Thanks for tuning in. Cannabis Devil Dog, what up? Let us know what you're smoking on in the comments there. In just a moment, we're going to chat with our special guest, Melissa from Hemp and Humanity. We are a little bit early for her, man. Yeah. That's upstate, right? Yeah. Yeah. So her store is actually in Woodstock, New York. Oh, nice. And okay. Woodstock is just an amazing little place. It has so yeah. much charm to it and history. Exactly. There's a lot of really dope music. It's like I, I definitely that is an easy weekend getaway for anybody in the tri-state. Yeah. Because there's beautiful hiking. You know, they've got their local fair of like yeah. just little shops, and hers is one of them, and it's, it has a nice vibe. Oh, yeah. Exactly. That's gonna be amazing. That shout out, Bodega Inc. will get that that printing going on. Oh, don't but, forget to shout out Northeast Leaf too. Yeah, oh, that's hat. right, Northeast Leaf. Honeysuckle Magazine. I'm repping them. I got an article that they put on me. That's amazing. I love it. Danny Danko, thank you so much. You know how much I appreciate you. Uh, thank you for the whole team, Northeast Leaf, doing it. A lot of people getting the magazine. I'm waiting for my box patiently. Uh, anyway, the Danny Danko uh, oh, magazine. I can't believe I don't have it because I have it at the show. You know, I got it packed up for the show the, for the okay. weekend, but I wanted to show it today. It's the new issue, and the issue is the traveling section. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. So you get to know everywhere. Yeah, Danny did a great job yeah, on that. Travel. It's amazing. Um, DM me. I'll tell you where I'm at. Anyway, go to the show. We have it. We have the, the magazine on deck All right. the whole weekend. Hey, Melissa, are you there? There All right. she is. There you go. There we go. <laughs> You're real low. Let's see. Is this any better? Oh, yes. Perfect. Better. There yeah, you yeah. go. Okay. All right. There you go. All right. Awesome. <laughs> Hi, Melissa. Welcome to the Sesh Cast. Yes. Welcome to the Sesh. Hi. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for being uh, available a few minutes early. We're so excited to talk to no you. No worries. I was enjoying listening. I, I love getting all the updates. Awesome. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I've, um, as Chelsea said, I've got a store up in Woodstock, New York, and I have 
been in this industry since 2016, which I feel is a little bit like dog years, where it's a little bit more than just the five years, right? Yeah, yeah. definitely. And and I got I got involved uh, for health reasons. I had several autoimmune disorders that I was dealing with, Lyme disease, uh, Graves disease, celiac disease. And I was going through menopause at the time, just a lot of, which tells you about my age. I'm one of the older folks. <laughs> and uh, and I just wasn't feeling like myself. And the only options I was being offered at the time was uh, heavy medication or surgery. And at that uh, time in my professional life, I was working with an organization in the Hudson Valley, looking at the ability of the hemp plant to potentially revitalize the rural community. And that's when I was introduced to... We lost you. We lost you for a second. I... Okay, you just came back. Um, okay, sorry. What's the last... Um, you that's when you were introduced to... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I just started using it, I'm going to call it therapeutically, meaning that I just took it on a, a lot on a regular basis, and I started to feel so much better, but even better than that was all of the blood work that I did just showed and proved that all of my numbers, all of my hormones just went back into place, and everything I was suffering from went into remission. Wow. It was really pretty incredible. Yeah, I had tried for a while to get it under control and I might have done it for a little bit, but then I'd get a little stressed out in life and it would flare up again. And this is the first thing we found that was a solution. And it really opened my eyes to the potential of this plant beyond anything that I had ever known, which was just more to enjoy it than, um, I mean, certainly I was aware of medical marijuana, but um, but not this, not this cannabinoid. And or even what a cannabinoid was. When I first started in this industry, the big question was, what is CBD? And now it's, you know, which CBD or which, what are the, what about the other 130 cannabinoids we're learning? You know, CBN, it's a big alphabet soup, but. Yes. Yeah, a lot of people told me that I was, you know, spelling it wrong or, or I had it out of order. I'm like, no, I'm not telling you the alphabet. It's actually a cannabinoid. And so at the time, and just remember pre-2008, oh, no, we just lost heard the, you said pre yeah, every once in a while. Yeah, pre-2018, so it's 2016, before it was federally, um, before hemp was federally legalized. Right. It was a very gray area, right? So certainly I couldn't get a bank account, which you almost can't get one anyway now, but um, no credit card processing, none of that. So I was basically doing educational events and showing up everywhere from fitness events to um, community events, tried to position the plant and myself among, you know, other health providers and really focusing on that aspect of it. And when you said that so, you were, when you were using it to like heal yourself, how, and what capacity were you using CBD? Was it like tinctures or? So I was taking about 30 to 50 milligrams a day 
I sometimes I'd break it up. Sometimes I'd take it just in the morning. Um, and and I was using a national brand, which I'm not going to mention here. But the reason why at the time is because there, even though there were a few pop-up craft businesses in the Northeast and in New York, uh, the consistency wasn't there yet. The second all that changed, I be you know my my store, and you know this, um, Chelsea. I definitely support um, New York State, uh, tri-state area, and women um, companies. But at the women-owned companies, and at the time, just knowing that if I was going to be selling anything, my customers needed to have the same experience every single time. You know, so important. Um, and there weren't that many companies then. They were all out of you know Colorado and California. Yeah, and I can just say you have such an amazing, I told you this also, uh, array of like highly vetted products in your store. I feel like it's not just anything you're offering, just really quality stuff. Thank you. Thanks. I call that my consciously curated collection. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because it is. it is very conscious yes. what I do. Uh, big alliteration fan here. <laughs> and... Um, so I'll just say that from, you know, 2018 changed everything. A lot of people jumped into the market with no regulation. So even though there were more brands available, I feel like finding, you know, the best brands and the most trustworthy brands became a little difficult. But that also created a value proposition for me because here I was, um, someone who has studied the space, who once you trust me and you understand that I... I'm going to do my best to curate, then all you have to do is, you know, I hook you up with, with these brands and you know you can trust them and you know they're going to work. And um, But but I would say the cornerstone of my business and the cornerstone of most of what we all are all doing here as pioneers in the space is education. Because, and, and not just education for education's sake, but education to empower a consumer to potentially buy something that I that I have to offer so that I can make a business and you know and, and invest back into it and, and grow that's so important of course yeah. people start something and they can't cultivate the market exactly can't sustain it but that's a good cause that you have right here she told me uh, chelsea was telling us about how oh, call it something you know, the way you structured the business yeah i mean i it's interesting i wasn't having a brick and mortar store was never in my business plan the first couple of years. In fact, I didn't even understand the model. I'm like, well, we don't have magnesium stores. You know, <laughs> why, why are we going to have a store? You know? We should, though. We um, should. <laughs> right, right. But just basically, I think, and that kind of led to something that Chelsea alluded to, is that I take a whole plant approach. So really where I found my footing, first of all, was in COVID because I had this opportunity to move into it a sublease right in the heart of, of, of Woodstock, but also I I just really believe that this plant is, and this the connection of humans to this plant is the way we're going to change the world, the way we're going to make things better for all. I mean, what other entity out there can heal you and feed you and clothe you and shelter you and fuel you? Amazing. Right? There's nothing yeah. else all that can do all of them, yeah. Right, so Chelsea knows when you come into my store, you're going to be dazzled by the puff cards. You're going to learn about, you know, I'm going to help you figure out exactly which 
cannabinoid profile and what delivery method and what serving size is right for you. But you're also going to see all of the hemp fiber products that I've got. Hemp plastic. I've got these incredible sunglasses and earrings made from a 3D printed hemp biofiber. Oh, that's amazing. Um, really yeah. Cool. And, and I love those earrings of, too. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad. They're yeah. so beautiful. Well, listen, you could you could rock any pair, but yeah, they're nice. They're nice and light. Same with the sunglasses. And so, yeah, maybe you're coming in and you're asking me about CBD, but you're going to learn, you're going to leave knowing a little bit more about the plant. And because we aren't a, a an adult dispensary or a family, you know, anyone can come in. You don't have to show your license or anything. We've got families that come in. I'm in a tourist town. So I have the benefit of spending time with people and families. And I've had some of the best conversations with, with kids where they're just, they're, they're so naturally curious. And I can talk about the, sometimes the, the parents are eyeing me and I can see them just like wonder where I'm going with it. You know? But we'll talk about, you know, I have a, um, a replica of a plant. I have an anatomically correct fake plant. I have them all over the store. So I can just point to it and say, okay, this is the stem. And on the outer side, there's vast fiber. And those are the long fibers that can create things like this bag or this shirt. Yeah. And then inside is this woody core called a... Oh, no. Lost you again. Yeah, sorry. Every once in a while, I think I, my phone just does that. Um, I'm back though, right? Yes. Um, so... I've even had conversations with families about um, about how the cellulose in the hemp plant is very similar to graphene and graphite. And they might not know what that is, but when I tell them that it could replace the plastic that or the the the, um, the material that they use to make a phone, I had this one family where this little girl I was telling her, so basically you could grow your own phone, which. I thought it was funny what? until her mom her mom sent me a message a few days later. She's like, Yeah, my daughter won't stop with the can we grow our own phone now thing. That's funny. <laughs> wow. But I yeah. feel like exactly like you said, the education aspect is so important because a lot of people are just not aware of all of the abundant, you know, properties of the plant. So how did you go from patient to the store? I know you said COVID, you were able to get the lease, but like what made you want to start Hemp and Humanity? Well, what maybe wanted to start Hemp and Humanity was really, my background's in social enterprise and in, in social impact marketing and localism and sort of at the time what was called the new economy where, where you know, the way business was done for so many years was just profit oriented. And then the areas I became involved in were the quadruple bottom line of people, planet, profit, and, and uh, purpose. Although I like to call it performance instead of profit. Got it. Because there's many ways. There's many yes. ways to uh, to to measure success. It's not always monetary, but absolutely. Um, so for me, it all fit together. This plant represented the best of of the way I you know at the best of the best opportunity for for-profit businesses to do good in this world. And that appeals to me. So when I had this personal journey of, of health success, for me, the way I looked at that was, you know, if I was a, if I was a grower of, of vegetables and I was turned on to the plant and its benefits, I'd think, well, now I want to grow the plant. 
But for me, my background was business marketing, um, branding. So the way that it manifested for me is I know the power of this plant and I want to share everything that I know. I want to help other people have a successful journey with it. And I want to just bring this, like reconnect humans with this plant. And I know that it's in the middle of my name, hemp and humanity, but that ampersand, that and, to me represents the potential connection that hemp has with everything else. And I really believe that you can draw a line from hemp to anything. Yes, I love that, Lizzie. So powerful. Yes, dropping gems tonight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of gems tonight. Yes. Well, I will say that, Chelsea, you said something about, you know, how do you teach people about something? But we also remember that we're not dealing with a blank slate because we're dealing with having to undo first right. what people think they know, right? Yes. Yeah. So I have... So many, you know, when I first started, I was right in front of City Hall in Long Beach on Long Island and people would sort of whisper like, what are you selling? I'm like, it's okay. It's legal for me to sell. But I'd have people, you know, younger people like, can you tell my mom that I'm not going to get high from CBD, please? You know, so, you know, wherever I could fit in. And that, of course, for all of us, any of us in this industry, that meant getting involved on the advocacy side as well. Yes. And... And I will share another reason for me wanting to get involved with this plant, and I do have his permission to say this, is I have a son who is in recovery from opiate addiction. And if it weren't for cannabis, he wouldn't be here. This is how he got through. And this was something that when I, what I saw firsthand in the potential of this plant, that's why I'm that, that person that marches in all those those cannabis parades with the sign that says cannabis is the exit drug. It is. Yeah, exactly. Cannabis heals. It truly is. Here, exactly. And within this community, we hear so many stories from other people that the same thing, cannabis saved my life in one way or another. And it really does unite us as humanity, right? Mm-hmm. Where we can all, you know, celebrate this wonderful plant and just share the knowledge that we have about it. Right, and all, and even, any of us who consider themselves an expert in one little fraction part of this plant, we're learning, we are all learning so much every day. I mean, that's exciting, is that you're, we're, this plant is teaching us, we're teaching other people, other people are teaching us, it's just, we're all growing together and, and where that kind of energy exists, where things are new and fresh and hopeful, it's a great counterpoint to some of the stuff we've all been through together in the last few years. And that's another reason why I really love this space. Yeah, wow. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. That's why I've got to push through because a lot of people don't know. And uh, it's hard to even start a business or even, you know, go follow your dream. Yeah. And, uh, and go for it. And uh, it seems like you have. I don't... Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, sure. And I want people to know that there are so many ways, there's so many interesting ways to get involved and we think of the supply chain and we break it down and those seem so natural. But when you think of, you know, this opportunity that Puff Cars, for example, is offering artists. So now you've got artists 
being able, and with NFTs as well, like artists being able to make a living from this plant when a years ago you would never be able to draw a, a straight line from exactly. from weed art necessarily, other than what you classically think of in your head, traditional, you know, right. that kind of culture. But we're just, it's, it's for anyone and they don't have to necessarily change their lane. Right. You can stay where you are and contribute to this industry in a way that lets you um, play off of the confidence you have in your own space and then just add it to and insert it to this new thing that we're all building together. Yes, and there's so much still to like discover within this space because it's so new, especially to the East Coast, um, in terms of like being legal and people coming out of the cannabis closet. Yes. So, yeah. Coming out of the cannabis class. It really is an emerging market. So it's like every day it's expanding and growing and, and people are learning about it. So that's one of my favorite things to do um, is like when we do events in different, in like a different space, that's not necessarily a weed event. Because then every, everyone is curious and you can really see like when we're within the people who are all about weed and in the weed community, you don't realize how many people are still not, you know, as knowledgeable in this space. It's true. And I and I and I found that early on because I felt like the most education needed to happen outside of the community that, you know, we were already the choir, you know, and we had needed to go out and preach elsewhere. And I'm a um, I'm a, a senior athlete, so I compete in certain events in the 50 and over and 55 and over age categories. And so for me, I wouldn't be able to still be doing all that stuff without this plant. But it also gives me an opportunity to spend time talking about, you know, we, you know, we talk very often about how the plant can help with like negative conditions or like immune disorders like I have. But this plant also on the other side of things can help you to focus and perform and, and be more creative. And, you know, there are so many other ways to use this plant. And traditionally we think, you know, athletes, are not supposed to be involved with drugs. That's the, you know, that's just the thought in your head. But as you now, you know, now I think one of the fastest growing um, niches and markets for certainly the cannabinoid side, not, if not the THC side, is this older senior market that's like, listen, you know, maybe it was one way when I was younger, but this is something that helps me you know, get through my day and have me be present in my day, but just help some of those aches and pains go away or help me focus just so I can, you know, live life, you know, to the fullest. And I think there's, because there's a little, there's a formula or a, um, or a cannabinoid profile or a delivery method that's right for each individual person, there's so many options. And it's really added some extra life to people's lives. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And can you tell our listeners what what kind of athlete you are? For anyone who doesn't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a it's a strange combination, but um, snowboarding and high jumping. Awesome. So I, <laughs> wow. I'm a 50 and over USA uh, border cross snowboarding champion. And silver medal in the in slalom, in the fifty and over. Awesome! <laughs> nice. Wow. Snowboarding is tough too, so you know it's just yeah. Hard and on the by the way, body. I didn't, 
I did not step on a snowboard till I was 40. So no excuses, people out there. Wow. You can do it. Wow. You know, um, and then I'm a 55 and over New York State high jumping champion. So. That is so cool. You know, I want to ask you something. <laughs> I want to ask you something because I know there's a lot of brands in your store. And I know a lot yeah. of people, like, including us, like, we all have our brand and all that. And uh, people, you know, it's their babies when they have a brand. What do you look the most when you, when you put a brand in your store? Like, well, for, I like, love that question. Yeah. I love that question because. I consider the brands that I carry to be as much about my own brand, the brand of hemp and humanity and my value proposition as anything else, because I'm communicating something based on what's on my shelf. I'm communicating my value. I'm communicating um, where I where I have my focus. So as I mentioned earlier, I, I do, we are over 70% New York State and about 75% women-owned companies. So I start with that, right? Um, I'm not opposed, like I'm not, you know, opposed to something else, but I think after a while, you know, if you've got 26 brands of a 1500 milligram CBD tincture, you're gonna overwhelm the customer, right? Yes. So I try to have as many different products as possible and that's why i'm always looking for something new and different and very often i will be the first stockist for a company you know i have a lot of companies like you're the first store i've been in and i love that because i'm small i'm a small boutique so i have that opportunity to um to just have a few products here or there and I know that because, again, I'm in a tourist town that even though I might give somebody the best, um, you know, they might have an incredible experience in my store. It may be that once they buy one of my products, they'll go home and then the next time they buy it, they're going to go directly to the vendor. And that's fine. Yeah. But I take that seriously as I'm a showroom. I'm a spokesperson for those brands. Mm -hmm. So it's really important to me that I know the brands personally. Chelsea can attest to this. Yeah. I want to know, you know, I don't just put products on my shelves that I've seen in other places or that I've picked off of, you know, the internet or something. Yeah. I've developed relationships with my vendors and it's very much, and I feel like I can provide feedback back to them very exactly. often because sometimes yeah, if yes, you're starting yes. out, yeah. Yeah, you're starting out, you don't know how it's being perceived. You throw your stuff on your website and yeah, you can read into the data about how somebody moves around your website, what they ultimately buy, how long they spent. But I have this incredible opportunity to have these one-on-one -on -one discussions with people about the product. So I know, I, I say that I spent my my 10,000 hours, my Malcolm Gladwell 10,000 hours at the, at the, at the um, intersection between the product and the public because I can see them, you know, where they're hesitant, where they're not, what they're thinking. And by the way, I don't use the term dose, dose, dosage or dosing okay. in my store. I use serving size because what I'm selling, which is less than 0.3% THC, it's food. <laughs> yeah. What's that? Another gem that you're telling us how to, you know, oh. so we just size. made our, 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 our vocabulary size. different. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I actually, size. I'm going to give credit to my friend Christy Thiel in the industry. She taught me that early, early on. And 
And that's another thing I, I developed relationships with, you know, a number of years ago with some really incredible people that I trust and we share information back and forth. It's very open because we want to, we want, we don't want to mess this up. We got this, you know, we've been, we haven't had a chance for 80 years. The yeah. ball's in our court. Yeah. I don't want to keep going with basketball analogy, but, <laughs> <It's all right>. <laughs> but it's our, it. like, yeah, we're stewards. We're stewards of the plant exactly. and it's up to us. Like to, you know? Yeah, Absolutely. That's a good one too. And so uh, usually in the last 10 minutes of the show, we play a game called Cultivars. Are you, uh, are you, you don't, you, do you smoke at all or are you strictly just um, tinctures and things? You know about the strains? Yeah. I guess that's the better question. Yeah. I think we lost her. Oh, are you still there? No, I'm here. Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah. Are you familiar with like, the, di- the different strains of cannabis? Different cultivars? So I would, yeah, I, I am, but that's not my, my mode of consumption is oils and edibles. So, and I tell people that the strain doesn't matter as much as the, as the profile of the the cannabinoids, the terpenes that, you know, the flavonoids that are put back into an edible. So I'm not as familiar, but I would love to, I would love, I'm, I'm learning. I'm, I'm learning. That's re- that's really the, the the agenda of the game. Yeah. Right? So you'll le- uh, we'll all learn right now when we yeah. play the game. So uh, cultivars, the way it works, uh, I'll give you the two strains, uh, the parent strains, if you will, and then it's multiple choice to pick uh, the strain that they create. Uh, so the first one is lemon tree crossed with gelato forty one, and the choices are lemon cake, lemon gelato, or gelinade. Do I guess? Yes. I'm going to say lemon cake. Okay. I think I'm going to say lemon cake's the first one, right? Yeah. I'm going to go with lemon cake, too. Okay. Did you say something? What was the gelinade? Is that what you said? Yeah, it's the last one. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Okay. Chelsea is correct. Wow. It's just always a lucky guess for me. Gelato 41. Yeah, wow, yeah. that's good too. Yeah. Now that I think about it, that would have been a, that's a pretty creative name for it to have been wrong. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, all right, let's see. Move on. The next one is uh, okay. This is a good one. Uh, blueberry crossed with white widow, and the choices are blue cheese, white fire OG, or berry white. I say berry white. Chelsea. Um, I was gonna say very white too, so okay. yeah, I'll go with that. See, see. Melissa. Hmm. I, I I want it to be very white. <laughs> That's a good name, right? <laughs> but uh, you wanna go with that? I don't know. No, I'm gonna go, no I'm not, I'm gonna go with the second one. Okay, white fire OG. Yeah. Okay. Alright, it is in fact very white. You're correct. Darn it. Your gut told you. Right away. <laughs> okay. There you go. I haven't seen that one around in a while, though, actually. Yeah. I think about it. Yeah. It's a lot to grow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, last one. Uh, Girl Scout cookies crossed with Face Off OG. Uh, and choices are Dosey Dough, Animal Face, and Monster Cookies. Or Monster Cookies. Uh, I'm going with Dosido. Okay, hey, Dosido. 
Mm-hmm. I'll go with those two. Okay. Just because I don't know. What was the last one? The last one is monster cookies. Yeah, that's the one. Okay, Chelsea says C. Uh, the correct one is A, actually, do do There you go. So Mary and Melissa get it? All right, that's it. So was Yeah. Yay! Everybody's a winner in this game. Yeah, so you got a t shirt coming to you. You're going to get a Tri State High Society t shirts. Well. Once again, let's see. We had what? Jelenade, which is lemon tree crossed with gelato 41. Berry white, blueberry crossed with white widow. And Dosey Doe, Girl Scout cookies crossed with face off OG. Nice. <laughs> Gold bong hit. Thanks for playing Cold Tomorrow's. Yes. And so just to close it out, Melissa, I know you have an event coming up. Um, can you tell us a little more about that when it is? How sure. people can get involved? Yeah. So it'll be sort of, let's say, the closing event for the uh, these next few weeks in uh, in New York State. But it's called the Hudson Valley Cannabis Roll Call. Okay. And basically, um, I've had this desire to just really have the Hudson Valley, you know, folks in the Hudson Valley who are interested in the cannabis industry or who are already in the cannabis and hemp industry to just raise our hand and identify ourselves. Because, you know, when you're in you know, the city or your more populated metro areas, it's easy to go to these, all these different events and meet up at night and take Ubers and public transportation home. And, but up, up in the, the country, it's a little bit more difficult to, to meet up with one another. And I felt like it was the right time for, um, for, our region to kind of step up so that we can foster relationships up and down the supply chain and collaborate with one another and strengthen um, our um, alliances and and there are so many people that want to get into the industry or are in the industry but they're not affiliated with any of the great organizations that New York State has like New York State uh, Growers and Processors and um, some of the others, and we have a whole bunch of them. But um, I got together with friends of ours who have a really great space in a place called Lake Katrine. It's right in, it's right near Woods, right outside of Woodstock, and they're going to host it. And I think we have about sixty people signed up already. And again, awesome. it's going to be heavy networking and just a chance for everyone to meet one another and just say, "Hey, I'm here." And, and we'll see where it goes from there. But it's free. It, you just have to um, register on Eventbrite under Hudson Valley Cannabis Roll Call. And I hope to, you know, see anyone that's from, you know, from about Beacon all the way up to Hudson. It'll be a great way for us to get together and, and know one another. A true community event. So that's next Friday, you said? The 10th. Yep, from 6 to 9 because... We have to be able to drive home afterwards, yes. many of us, for like an hour or so. So it's just a slightly different way of doing things. And um, and it's just beautiful up there. So we want to honor nature. So everyone, you know, come up and go for a hike before or after. And, uh, yeah, make a day of it, you know, right? It's, it's, mm-hmm. Yeah, make a day of it. And if you can stay over, come come into Hemp and Humanity on Tinker right. Street in the heart of town in Woodstock. But it's not just enjoy the area it's really easy to get to right off the freeway i'd say it's less than two hours from the city um but yeah i hope that 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 folks 
from this event don't feel so alone in whatever they're trying to accomplish. There's just benefit in being doing it together rather than alone. Yeah, and I, and it's I like that it's free too because I feel like sometimes when there's like that ticket price of these events, people are like who are just trying to like learn and get and get in uh, they're kind of deterred because they're like oh i don't know what am i going there just you know to spend the 50 dollars for i don't know anybody but or whatever the mentality may be because it kind of just like almost sets a division right like and now like anyone can come you're welcome to learn talk to everybody you're right so that's awesome and we just we took that we took that a step further and we didn't we don't we, we didn't allow any companies to sponsor it either really? it's not about the companies right now the only sponsors we have are nonprofit organizations that will have an opportunity to have information available because you know if you if you, uh, you know, join one of these organizations and not just to, to have it you know at the end of your letterhead but to really contribute and to really move the needle in ways that are going to benefit our region i like to say that we we're all in collaboration with one another so yeah maybe there's going to be you know different different growers different retailer people but it's about us versus the walmart rj reynolds targets of the world it's not us versus us absolutely so you need to know who's down the street from you and 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 help each other and and maybe there's power in that maybe you get better rates on insurance maybe you you know you'll go you you form a cooperative that can be really helpful so who knows what will come of it but the first step is just identifying yourself and then aligning awesome so that is next friday june 10th six to nine in lake katrine you can find more information about it on your instagram right i think i saw a flyer up there on hemp and humanity that's right. Yes. That's right. Yep. Hemp and Humanity, the A-N-D is spelled out. And if you take a look, follow us, you can see how I I beautifully embarrass my children constantly <laughs> with all of my reels. <laughs> Except I when them. I see Well, when you're, I think that's one of my favorite is when I had my guest star, Chelsea guest starred <laughs> in one of our recent reels and everyone loves it because she's so beautiful. It's all about having a good time and having fun, right? That's Absolutely. really not taking it too seriously. Like you said, spreading awareness, educating, all of those things. So important. Absolutely. It all it all goes hand in hand and we're all learning together. That's the part. I don't want anyone to feel like they missed the boat in any way. Exactly. If we're just getting started. And so we have a bonus question. That's right. Okay. <laughs> UFO or no? Do you believe that there are aliens and life beyond this realm? I believe there are life forms beyond this realm, and to call them aliens is way too confining. There we go. Hey, all right. Okay, Annie. <laughs> yes. So we have 100%. Yep. Everyone we've asked so far that's been a guest yeah, all, believers. all believes. So. All believers. <laughs> the whole space has been believers. <laughs> Thank you for being on the show. Yes, Melissa. Thank you so much. Thank you for putting us on. Like Mario said, you were dropping a lot of gems. Yeah. We love everything that you're doing. Oh, you know, a very long time ago when I was in my college dorm, sifting through a plastic bag filled mostly with seeds and sticks (laughs) to find a tiny little leaf. And to now know that I can get huge nugs. It's totally different experience i never would have guessed it so this is really a lot of fun for me thank you so much yes absolutely thank you thank you (laughs) that's awesome all right 
Well, um, and with that, that being said, this, uh, yeah, next week we have a uh, winner of the East Coast Cannabis Culinary Cup. Uh, Lindsay, I cannot remember her last name right offhand right now, but uh, that'll be next Wednesday. Thanks again to Melissa for joining us tonight. Yes, thank you, Melissa. And with that, Tri-State out. Yes, thank you, thank you.